0: Coming to you from Denver, Colorado, OCN Studios presents OCN Automotive with Aaron Wood and Tim Summers. Welcome
1: to OCN Automotive. This is Aaron Wood with PIN Automotive, the dealer performance division of our data intelligence agency, PIN Business Network. You know, one topic that's been on my mind a lot lately, both as a consumer and somebody around the automotive industry, is when is the right time to purchase a vehicle. Uh, so I have the pleasure of being joined today with my special guest and good friend, Jim Rathman. Jim, welcome to the show. Thanks, Aaron. Hey, so so Jim here, uh, for everybody listening, has been in the auto industry for about 40, 43 years as a dealership owner, a broker, and entrepreneur. Um, so, so Jim, the, the big mystery, oh, and, and let me also welcome our OCN's own JD Blackwell joining us as well, too.
0: Yeah, thanks for letting me join you guys. Thanks today. a
1: lot, JD. So, so, JD wanted to join us as well, too, uh, both as a, as a consumer, somebody who's been recently engaged in shopping for a vehicle. And again, the pressing question, when's the right time to buy?
2: Well, the right time to buy is when you're ready, right? There's, there's, um, there's so many sales. There's so many offers. I mean, the, we've done the year-end to remember the you know, there's Fourth of July sales, there's, what time of year is it now? I'm sure there's an Easter sale, there's a spring break sale. Yeah, definitely. We're gonna have Memorial Day sales. They're all coming up, they're all lining up. The reality is, is that every day is a sale day at an auto dealership. Um, it's not the end of the month anymore. It's literally every day. The pressure's on them from the manufacturer so hot that they have to sell a car every day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, so like thinking of it that way, the pressure is hot to sell a vehicle. Is J.D., is the pressure hot to buy a vehicle?
0: Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. It's an interesting question. <laughs> I mean, I'm always in the market looking at vehicles. I've purchased several new vehicles over the last few years. Um, but, yeah, I was under the impression that closer to the end of the month was a good time to buy because dealers were under more pressure. Um, are you saying that every day is pretty much equal pressure for the dealer?
2: Yeah, so, so you know, in years past, there, there was pressure because um, – uh, dealers tend to close their financials every month, and managers and salespeople get paid by the month, right? So if they hadn't hit their goal, um, that was the case. But so many dealers have moved off of the commission model and onto a salary-based model that um, you know there's not that there's not that pressure um, at the very end of the month. Now there is pressure every day. When you walk on the lot, you have to understand at a car dealership, this is how the day starts. Um, the uh, dealer or the general manager sees yesterday's, um, uh, yesterday's results, um, he gets angry and yells at the general manager or the general sales manager, who then yells at the sales managers, who then all of them go into the salesman's meeting room and yell at the salespeople right? So that's how they start their day before nine o'clock. Salespeople all rush out back to smoke a cigarette and drink a Diet Coke, try to <laughs> calm down. And then uh, the consumer, the first guy in the door that day is just the, you know, he's the bait. He's the uh, the guy that um, is probably going to get the most attention. It sounds
1: like you're walking into a business at that point.
2: Yeah, I mean, a dealer, car dealership's not a happy place, right? Yeah. I mean, nobody really wants to work there. Um, and it's kind of a side job. I mean, everybody in the audience, I'm sure, is familiar, familiar with Auto Nation. They're the largest publicly traded dealer um, owner. They own about 500 dealerships. The average uh, tenure for a salesperson at Auto Nation is right at six months. That's very short. Yeah. I mean, that's about time. all they can take, right?
1: Yeah. Well, and it, it's kind of interesting because, you know, buying a car to me is a fun thing. It's exciting. You know, getting a new vehicle, unless of course you're put in a position where you absolutely need a vehicle, like yours blew up on the side of the road or something. But for the most part, I say when you're in the market and JD chiming, if you want, when you're ready to buy a vehicle, it's kind of exciting. You're going to buy something new. You get to go on test drives, check out some new products,
0: see what's out yeah. there in the market. So kind of in my progression of buying cars, some of my first cars I bought, I was super excited about. I went in, I got sold, you know, got told what I wanted to buy and. uh, you know, pushed into a car essentially. And then over the years I started doing my research more and I would know pretty much my price range I wanted to be in, where I should be, what I was looking for in a vehicle, still exciting, but I felt like the whole process went easier for me showing up, kind of knowing a bit more about what I was looking for. It's kind of being being a bit more informed and educated,
1: ready to make that decision with facts rather than just emotions.
0: Right, with just things on my side. But I, I still feel like there's quite a bit on the other side, you know, the, the dealer side that I don't know or understand that might be useful.
1: Well, what can we do, Jim, to kind of work along with that pressure that dealers are under? I, I mean, if it's a, all salvageable, to walk in there understanding the pressure and still make for a good car buying
2: experience for us as consumers? So uh, the first thing I would say is understand that the pressure is on them. It's not on you. Okay. Right? Um, If it's a new anything, there's probably another dealership, unless you're in a rural area, there's probably another dealership that has the same or similar car within 10 or 20 miles, right? So there's no pressure to buy from that dealership. In fact, if you feel pressured and you're uncomfortable, you should probably just get up and leave. Because
1: would there really be anything that that particular dealership, if we're talking new, for example, is there anything that that dealership can offer me that another dealership couldn't?
2: No, every dealer pays the exact amount the exact same amount from the factory. There's no volume discounts for a large dealer. So they all own their vehicles for the same amount of money. It's how much they want to earn, right? Um, Or in some cases, even lose on a vehicle that they've had for a longer period of time. Um, You know, some of it's dumb luck. You walk in and they've got a vehicle that they've had for maybe a year. I mean, right now it's, it's April of 2019. And there's dealers that still have 2018s. In fact, um, I was looking online the other day, and there was a, a Jeep dealer that still had new 2017s oh my on gosh. their lot.
0: And that's, I, I don't want to chime in here. I got a really good deal with that. I bought a 2010 uh, that was two years old, basically, but still new and on the lot. Right. And I felt like I got a really good deal on that one. So. Yeah,
2: so they they're, they're do what they can to, to try and get rid of that when the pressure, you know, finally mounts or somebody wakes up and finds out that it was parked back in the back corner behind a bunch of other vehicles and they weren't able to see it. But um, back to the original question, the pressure's on them. It's not on you, right? You don't have to do anything. In fact, you mentioned earlier, you know, you're in a bind. You may have to purchase a vehicle because um, you got in an accident. I mean, that's what Enterprise Rent-A-Car is for, right? I mean, you can rent a car from Enterprise or any number of of rental agencies for $25 a day. It's worth spending that $25 a day for a few days until you cool down, have the opportunity to do some research, and then, you know, go buy.
1: I I like what you said, just cool down, because that way you're being able... you're, You're putting yourself in a position where you can make a good decision, so you're not driven fully by... Like emotion and urgent need to purchase a vehicle. I know there's so, so many even you know beyond just enterprise. There's like other rental apps, Turos and things like that that are available. Oh now yeah, my goodness. As well too.
2: Yeah, there's there are and and people get themselves into this like you know all stirred up and feel like they have to make a decision right then and they really don't. I you know I'm not going to waste money on a rental car, right? Yeah. So that's fifty dollars for two days. But I will go spend an extra thousand dollars on a car because I didn't do my research. Now, so that, what hurts more?
0: Is that pressure being put on by themselves, or is that being put on by the dealership? Is that some a tactic that's used to push people into a sale or anything?
2: Um, well, I mean, it, of course, they're going to use any any weakness that any, any you know good car salesman is going to is going to ferret out any weakness that that may be there, any pain point um, to try and uh, convince a consumer to. To purchase from them today right um, and that's another you know sort of wives tale uh, you can have the same price tomorrow right if they say look this is only good for today that's not the case
1: I mean realistically w- wouldn't the price just get better over time
2: yeah and 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 really if someone says something like that to you you have to ask yourself is this somebody that I really want to do business with can I trust anything else that they've said right so you know, it's so important to, um, you know, use your your eyes and your ears. People will tell you what they are or who they are. You just have to listen. Yeah. Right?
1: I think that's especially important. I mean, buying a vehicle is a big decision. That's a That's a large purchase that a lot of customers, you know, I mean, this may be the first and only time they purchase a new vehicle or even a vehicle in general. Or it might be the only time they do this in, in for another five years or so.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, the average um, finance time now is seventy-two months. Wow, right. That's... So you're you're putting yourself in a position um, where you're going to make the same payment for the next seventy-two months, right? Yep. And and most likely, you know, if you want to trade, it's going to be probably forty-eight months or four years before you're going to be in a position where you where the vehicle is worth more. Than what the trade balance is, right? Than what your financed balance is.
1: Yeah, and that puts you in, in sort of an upside down negative equity. Up until then, up right? Until Unless until you, then.
2: you know, you, your grandmother gave you ten thousand dollars to put down, right? Right, and um, and and so you know that it's it's always nice, but um, uh, no, it's you're making a long term decision, and sometimes people use, you know, short term. Situations to make that long-term decision,
1: right? And and so so essentially, don't don't let that short-term situation determine you know the next five six years of payment that you're going to be locked into.
2: Yeah, I I I'll tell you, I I can't count you know over the years how many people um, that have been in after owning a car for a couple of years and have said, I hate this car. Yeah, I get I hate it. And I'm like, well, why did you buy it in the first place? Well, we got in an accident, and I needed something. So, you know, we just stopped at this dealership, and it seemed nice. And a friend of mine told me it was pretty good, so I just bought it. But I've hated it ever since. (laughs) And and I think, well, take a few more, you know, take a few more days. And like you said, now there's rental. I mean, you can Uber. Yeah. Um, There's. You've
1: got a lot more options than you used to have to kind of bridge the gap between. Having a vehicle, losing that vehicle, and needing to replace it with another vehicle.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: So, so JD's going out to purchase. I, 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 see the biggest one that gets me is the manufacturer inventory reduction or manufacturer sell down. We're, we're being pressed by the manufacturer. We have a gold hit. We have to sell. What is it? What does that mean to JD if he's walking to a dealership to, you know, purchase a new vehicle, pr- purchase a new Jeep or something?
2: Well, um it it's that's incorrect, but it's correct at the same time, right? right. Um, um, we're always severely overstocked, right? We're always um, fighting some sort of a battle that the manufacturers put us in. And when I say we, I mean dealers, right? There's always something, some distressed situation that we'd like you to believe uh, so you could take advantage of, you know, some special deal. But the reality is, um, that special deal really exists every day, right? And um, these ploys have sort of become tiresome. and and you know, we know now by many different um, studies that people spend an average of eighteen hours online before they purchase a vehicle, right? they They really study, they look at prices across the country. And so, you should, after 18 hours, be pretty well versed and have a pretty good understanding of what that vehicle is selling for, you know, from the sales prices that you see online around the country. So yeah. when you walk in, it's just, you know, you're, you're not just getting hit in the face with a baseball bat.
1: So it's preparing yourself. And, and I think the biggest takeaway we have here, and in, in, in J.D., feel free to add to this, is the right time to buy is really when it's the best time for you. It, it's not driven by the sale, by the inflatable gorilla or whatever moonlight madness inventory reduction you have going on at the dealership. It's, it's the timing for you, right? Yeah, it is.
2: Although I have to share a story. Um um, I bought a Gorilla, okay. actually, because every time I put it... Now, this is this back is in This is cheaper than renting, right? This, this is this back morning. in the 90s, right? And, um, and so I'm showing off my age a little bit, but every time we put that Gorilla up, it was a 20-car Saturday. <laughs> and, I mean, people drove by. We were on a main highway in Florida, US-1 and people drove by and the gorilla was up there must be something going on they'd come yeah. in and they'd buy a car
1: so so the best time to buy let's reiterate this now the best time to buy is the right time for you and that right time might be when the inflatable gorilla is out it may <laughs> all it right. may be Awesome! Oh, I love it. So, so I think uh, step two, we're going to talk next time about not just the right time to buy, but what's the right price to pay when looking to purchase a new vehicle. So, thanks a lot, Jim Rathman, for joining me today on OCN Automotive not and at for all. JD it. Blackwell as well. Too. This is Aaron Wood with OCN Automotive. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on OCN Automotive.
0: This has been. Ocean Automotive with Aaron Wood and Tim Summers. Ocean Automotive has been brought to you by Pin, Pin Business Network, a database company that specializes in marketing, advertising, public relations, sales, branding, and so much more. Visit our website at pinbusinessnetwork.com. That's pinbusinessnetwork.com.